on in the show, and and you know, I, I have to say that I, I kind of like a fan now. I, I, I've been watching, and it, they, everything moves so fast, and everybody is bringing their A game. I mean, you know, everybody's really sort of knocking it out of the park, and and I love to see that. It's so great to see actors enthused, and just you know running up to the set and getting everything hot and going, and it's wonderful. Okay, so Finola Hughes made it. I'm here. She made it. We've been following her on Twitter <laughs> as she's like, get me a cab. I needed a cab. I was like, who are all these people? And why do they have- It's all- rush hour I in New York that, City. I get that, of course. Oh my gosh, hilarious, hilarious. Uh, I, yeah, I was, you know, I should have left just a little bit earlier. But no, you uh, got here perfectly on I time. I did, exactly on time. You got here, not only did you get here, you got here early. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, you know. No, I, your call time was. I always give a, a fifteen-minute call thank time. Thank God you gave me the fifteen minutes because of, of that. Of, of because people, you know, at least you have a good excuse. You were out gallivanting. A gallivanting, indeed. Until you know? well, I, I think three fifteen was the the time on I my know. clock. Finola and I were, were comparing notes, and at three fifteen she was laying down, and I was scooping cat <laughs> shit out of the litter box. As you do. Sexy. Oh, very. The glamour life. Oh. the glamorous <laughs> life. The glamorous yes. life. Yes. What what kind do you use? Uh, Fresh Step. Oh, that's the one, right? That's yeah. the good one. That's yes. the one where your house doesn't smell like poop. No, well, it's, yeah. and that, that is just such a, a gift. What, do you have cats? I don't have cats. I used to. I had cats um, many moons ago. I had two. Oh. Um, sweet, sweet, sweet little white cats. And, and then I, th- I think they, they actually, they decided they didn't want to live with me. Oh. And so my friend took them. Okay. Because I had as a opposed dog. To, as opposed to the Lord? <laughs> no, the Lord did not. The Lord did not swoop down and take the cats. I had white cats, of course, because of cats, you know. And I was the white yeah. cat, blah blah blah. Yeah. And um, uh, anyway, oh, long story. Um, and so uh, my friend just one day said, you know, these cats, because I had a dog, and the dog was constantly like, I could eat those cats. So the cats went to my friend's house. Well, that's, that's good. They, they'll go to the Lord eventually. But anyway. Well, I'm sure they're there by now. Okay. Hmm. So Finola Hughes, the Emmy-winning actress from General Hospital, is with us. And she's got a whole lot going on. But we are not moving until we hear more about. She's, she's been tweeting with <laughs> Laura Wright, who plays Carly on the show, whom we love, who's been up here. And Jason Thompson, who plays Patrick on the show. And he's been up here. And apparently, um, Laura's hungry. Yes, she is. I, I was like, uh, order order room service. And just as I tweeted it, Dom's name was there right next to it. And I thought, maybe I shouldn't just tweet, like, order room service to Dom and Laura. So I was like, yeah, well, well whatever. She's a smart girl. She'll figure it out. She'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I love that you guys are, were hanging out last we night. We had the best night. It you was know. amazing. Roger Howarth took us to his favorite restaurant with his lady. And we had... He treated us all to dinner, and then the night just continued. And uh, yeah, isn't that great? It was yeah. well. It's New York, right? I exactly. mean, that's really that's awesome. A grown New York night. So, it so was fabulous. And it was so, a great night. It, you're really annoying because Finola Hughes looks about, I would say, about what thirty one. Oh God, I wish. Come no, on. you do, and you and and she's haggard because she was up all night partying, and you look yes. so because. <laughs> Well, I think what happens is your face freezes into the point that you hit the pillow. And if there's less hours on the pillow, then you wake up looking the same. That's so funny. I think that's, that's <laughs> see, 
See, but here's the thing. Except the voice just goes deeper. (laughs) (laughs) When I was screaming last night, we were at the, we had this incredible ABC um, affiliate party and and for all the advertisers called Casino Night. It was last night and it was just such a shindig. I love that word. Um, (laughs) It's just such a ridiculous word. Anybody that says a shindig or shenanigans is another one. Yeah. Shenanigans. She's she's reminding me of my husband. If you say you you were out on the scene last night, then I'm really going to scream. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's bad. I I won't say scene. I promise I won't say scene unless we do like really good acting. Um, um, Anyway, what was my point? So we had this big thing uh, um, of ABC and I was talking and my voice was getting kind of like this. And I was like, oh, my God, i got to be on radio. But anyway, it's sort of come back somewhat. You no, know, you sound great. Okay. But you really do look amazing. And here's <laughs> the thing about Finola that thrills me. I can't believe she, she actually – Finola listens to this show. I do. I listen to OutQ. Um, uh, and I, if I'm super early in the morning, then I hit your show. I can't believe it. So oh you know God. that I'm a nasty bitch. So if I'm telling you you look good, it means you look good. Because well, otherwise I'd be like, Finola, how are you doing? Oh, that's Girl. right. You would be like <laughs> – <laughs> Bless your heart, Finola. Nice shoes. You do have nice shoes on. Yes, they're flat. Flatter so, than last night. So General Hospital is going through, um, might be the only show, only daytime drama going through a renaissance. Oh, gosh. Because the others so are really like. We are doing, we are kicking A. a. Well, I kicking ass, I can say that. You it's, can say yeah. kicking fucking ass here. You can do that. <laughs> I can do that. And your front burner. I, it, yeah, yes, I am. Right the now. last time I'm, you were here, we were like, is Anna ever going to come back to General Hospital? And she said, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we have a fabulous regime. We have Frank Valentini and Ron Colavati, and they're the dream team. They're working really hard. They are they're working so very, very hard. responsible. I have never two guys who just, their heart is in it, and they love the genre, and they love telling stories, and... They are really, like, Frank is on set every single day watching us all. Now, Frank is the executive producer and Ron is the writer. And Ron is the head writer. Okay, so one of the, and here's the thing. I know one of them, and we don't have to identify because I don't really care which one, but one of them is gay, which is why we're seeing so many fabulous divas on the show right now. Mm. Are you including moi? Uh, Yes, especially you. (laughs) Especially you. Although, you know, I will be very honest. I don't want Anna with Luke. Oh, is that right? Really? Oh. I don't. I want her to have a hot young. Mm-hmm. T- I want him. I want her to have I a hot know. young man. You know, it's really hard though. I mean, like I, I, I um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I absolutely have no. Um, and I love opinion. Tony Geary. Yeah, I because Tony. I really, I love all the actors I get to work with. Yeah. You know, I mean, literally the other day, I was with uh, Jane, and Tony, and Ian. We were all in a scene together. And, yeah. Well, actually, I'm not sure whether Jane was in that scene, but we were all standing together talking. And it was hilarious. And, and I was like, wow, who gets to do this? And it was me. And it was great. And, and you know, so, you know, I have no opinion. I, I, I just can It's, I don't know about the young, hot young thing. Cause so I go uh, back and forth. I kind of want, want Anna with, with McVeigh. Oh gosh, I don't want to kiss these young guys. You know, it's like I just don't want like you you're know. afraid to turn them on, right? No, no, it's not that. It really because you are because you are you are smoking. Oh, that's so sweet of but you to I say. Also, that but also, but but see, see, my beloved Ian Buchanan's back on. No, the he show. is. He's back. He's back. And, so and, so and, there you go. And I think that Duke Lavery is Anna's true love. I think she has had two loves. I think that probably Robert for different reasons. Um, but I do kind of feel the same way that they're sort of soulmates, like yeah. really kind of like um, you know Duke and Anna. Yeah, I do sort of. I I, I kind of 
uh, air air on that side. So I want I want I ultimately I I, I like Anna with McBain, but I ultimately want Anna with uh, with Duke. I well, like I like fast. the I like the torture, yeah. especially right now with, with what they're doing with oh uh, with Duke. He, there's a lot of torture. There's a lot of torture, but you know, I mean, he loves playing that, doesn't he? He's he good at does. it. He does. Yeah, oh, yes, he's very good. He's got those having... eyebrows that just <laughs> don't quit. Pirouette. Well, you know that whole story that we, we always used to say back in the day when my eyebrows were thicker. They, I don't know, I plucked them, stupid. But anyway, um, he doesn't pluck his. Um, and uh, we used to say that if Anna and Duke ever had a baby, it would be an eyebrow on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it. <laughs> and he would concur. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But <laughs> oh it must God. be it must be really fun not just to be back on the show, but to be you know as you you were you were noting you know with the standing on the sidelines with Ian and, and Jane Elliott who plays Daisy yes. that you're back on the show with a lot of the folks that you came up through the ranks with. That's right. Yeah. You know, so so yeah. we're waiting so we're waiting to see when Tristan Rogers comes back because to me it's T minus he uh-huh. has to come back because the story was left hanging and he's not on Young and the Restless That's anymore. That's right. Is he not going back there? I, I haven't. I hope spoken not to because him. that show's such thought- a mess. They don't really know what to do with him, right? Well, I don't think so. I like that show too. I mean, I, I, I my friends on it, Michelle Stafford, and um, you know, she's so great. And see, they work together. Who do you and didn't you? And oh yeah, me and Michelle. Michelle on, on That's when we met. Yeah, Pacific we did Pacific Palisades. Palisades. Yes. Okay, I'm a loser stalker <laughs> with a Rain Man memory. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I remember Pacific Palisades. I remember Hotel. Yeah, I did. I do hotel. Did no. you do hotel? I don't remember. What was did the show? It was no, show. you know I did Love Boat. I did one Love Boat. No, you were no. on a TV show. Okay. I oh might. my <laughs> gosh, she doesn't remember. No, you know what Should that I is? Be- wait, wait. It was the She's 80s. She's hungover. No, I'm not. Break. Wait, I am not hungover. I am not. She's just dehydrated. And you know what? I really seriously need to have a swig. You know what? You have a swig. I'm going to hit a song. We're going to continue chatting. What are we with- going to play? We're going to play disco. It's the 70s, so we're going to play disco all day. Oh. Just a continuation of last night. More with Finola Hughes here on your morning jolt. 21 past the hour. I'm Larry Flick, and this is your morning jolt on Sirius XM OutQ 108. Old School Friday. Great songs in the 70s every Friday morning. Still ahead today, our relationship expert Carl Sandler on intimacy. What is that? What is that? We're going to find out. I have a feeling it's like the kind of person who who instantly falls in love. Oh, I thought it was something to do with Instagram. No. Okay. That's because you are a I'm obsessed. Twitterholic. I am. It's she's, very bad. She's been I'm tweeting just, uh, like, like a mad woman. No, here, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's Finola Hughes joining us here on, oh, on The Morning Jolt. You can see her, of course, uh, in her Emmy award-winning role as Anna Devane on General Hospital. Uh, General Hospital uh, in most cities around America now at 2 p.m. Eastern. It moved up an hour. But you should check your local listings, and it's kicking ass in the ratings, and we're and we're happy for you because you're front and center. Well, yes, I mean, well, you know, we, we there's a lot of really great stories going on in the show, and and you, I, I have to say that uh, I I kind of like a fan now. I, I I've been watching, and the, the, everything moves so fast, and everybody is bringing their A game. I mean, you know, everybody's really sort of knocking it out of the park, and and I love to see that. It's so great to see actors enthused. And just, you know, running up to the set and getting everything hot and going, and it's wonderful. Well, my favorite scenes of yours uh, <laughs> over the last few months have been with Robin Matson. Oh, isn't she not? Who plays Heather Weber. She is so committed to the cuckoo. It's, it's absolutely, like, 
Like when I'm, afraid, I would be afraid of her if I saw her in the street. She's so committed to the cuckoo. Yeah, yeah. She does do cuckoo well, but though. she's so. I mean, she's she such does an. It very well. Nobody a, does it better. She's an invested actor. She I love works that. so hard. Like literally, it's it's instru- extraordinary to work with her, yeah. and um, I love it. I love it because. You just know she's going to have your back at every turn mm. and you can do anything and she'll be there. And, you know, and then that's likewise, you know, and uh, um, it's too funny. The other week, I think I had to do this scene where I kind of threatened her. She's in the hospital bed. <laughs> and um, at the end of it, she turned to me like when it was over and we did a little voice and she went, you frightened me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, me? And we are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it was too funny. But it's been it's, it. it's been really fun to see uh, to see Anna evolve into other stories. Because I knew when when you came back and and the character came back as part of the whole fallout of of uh, Robin uh, Robin Robin dying or not dying or whatever it's going to turn out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that was going to be gold just because of the history of of your character and all of that stuff. And it was beautiful and the scenes Thank between you, you and. And Jason Thompson yeah. as Patrick were just beyond the just beyond words. But I was my 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 because I'm a cynical soap watcher. Because I've been watching soaps for a hundred thousand years, it seems. Mm-hmm. I was worried that they were just going to let you drift off. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really fun to see you as an actor still front and center, involved in a lot of different stories. Yeah, and, that's, and it's, it's been really good. It's been really good. And you and and I could your your energy. Is palpable in the studio, but it's also it just jumps off the screen. Like we, I really believe you're excited about. Oh about yeah, it, which is nice. Well, I'm so excited to because be there. we've talked about Journal Hospital various times over the years that you've come to see us, and you've had you know moments where you weren't that enthusiastic about. Well, you know, I I couldn't get back there. That was the problem, and yeah. I, I really wanted to go back on the show. And so then you just sort of have to he, you know heal that, and you're just like okay, yeah. you know, it's it's whatever it is, and um and. I had such a great time doing all my children and being here in the city. And um, when Frank called up and asked me to come on the show, I was overjoyed. And then to work with Frank. Uh, you know, I'd met him out here in New York a few times. And uh, I'd, ob- I'd been down to the set of One Life to Live um, several times and had seen him and actually Joe Farron Phelps um, on the set, you know, all the time. And he does that. Which is, is just such a gift for an actor because mm. you have this one voice who, um, and it's what Gloria, how Gloria Monty, that's how she kind of ran it as well. And um, you, there's just this one voice and this one vision and, and this sort of guidance and it's fantastic. And, and also somebody pushing you, you know, like take a chance. Well, here's the interesting twist to Finola's story. You're not directing yourself. I know. Oh my gosh. And so... <laughs> She is. She, she is. She is. A, she is a, a directing for the first time. It's called the Bet. Yes, and we, did it, we directed it. We did it in the summer. And so, so when when are we going to get to see this? It's it's a it's a, a romantic comedy. Yeah, it's coming of age story. Yeah. I love these kinds of stories because they're just they're comfort food for the brain. I it, love them. It is very. It's um. It's a multi generational story, and um. There's uh some seniors and there's the, these sort of pack of. 18 year olds and I got so lucky with the casting I um yeah I just could tell I just found the right kids that they're all going to be amazing actors they're just they were all the first film that they've ever made um they're all just these amazing young kids and the story is about 
a young boy who's 18 years old and kind of shy because um, he really wants to um, make it the first time he falls in love mean something as opposed to just hooking up. And um, his grandfather, uh, because the boy's father has actually passed away, and his grandfather is concerned that he's just not getting together with going out with the, the ladies. And so his grandfather bets him that uh, he will get a d- date and find love first um, before the grandson. So they go on this journey to find, uh, you know. That's so, doesn't that sound so, so you know, I want to see it now. So when, when, when are we going to see the bet? Uh, April probably. I think you April. And, and right now we, we'll have a, um, you can go to the website and uh, also on, on Twitter, uh, the bet movie, at the bet movie. And uh, there's there's a website that we're we're just you know we we've done it from sort of no money and so we're just trying to put the website up now and then we will have a um, a trailer which has already been cut and then what? that trailer will be what was that like first of all oh what, my god why, it was why, amazing why why do it because you're such a a dyed in the wool actor yeah well you know um, I I had no intention of of doing that really um, however. I've come across this story about um, and this 86-year-old woman, and so I started to write this story and um, sent. You always get to page, like I think 38 is the magic number, and then it all just dies. You're like, I don't know where I'm going with this story. So I sent all those pages to Kimberly, Kimberly McCullough, and um, who is a writer and director herself, and uh, you know she gave me notes, and so I just start. I've started to sort of be very interested in being on the other side almost, you know, trying to write or, or direct. And I had the opportunity of directing a, like four teenage uh, uh, plays in Santa Barbara where I live over the last five or six years. And then also I directed um, a Greta Garbo play. Uh, and it was because of that play that I directed with a Swedish actress that the man who was beginning this um, community film studio in Santa Barbara he approached me, and he had liked what I had done, and um, said, "Would you be interested in doing our first film out of the gate?" Wow! And that was it. And I was like, "Yes," because I knew that I could do it. And then on the first day of directing, you know, y- you spend all this time doing prep work, getting your shots ready, and blah blah blah, telling everybody what to do, knowing what I wanted from the actors. Um, it was like a perfect storm. It was like everything I had learned over the last 1,000 years all kind of came together in this package, and I felt totally at home. Um, you know. And so now we're editing. So there was no fear? Of, because when you've been mm-hmm. acting for so many years, even if you're as observational as you obviously are, um, you know, there's got to be a moment where you realize, <laughs> I can't point to him or her. I have to have the answer. That's right. And I just felt like I did. Um, I'm not sure that I've made all the right um, edit points, you know, uh, because this is the first thing I've ever done. And you've got to get in and out of a scene. And uh, maybe I didn't cover myself as well as I could have, which will come hopefully with, uh, with you know, experience. Um, but... I knew exactly what to do with the actors, and I had workshops with them before. And um, the, you know, the older seniors were all incredibly experienced, and I didn't have to really worry about them. It was all about where where to put the camera, every single scene, and, and I think that's your biggest question, and to make an interesting shot. So, uh, so it's not just, 
TV, you know, and I was being really careful about that. Uh, That's got to be really, really, uh, just hearing you say that sounds daunting because I think from the outside, those of us who don't know about the technical uh, aspects of making film or television, we think, well, you just turn the camera on and they just sort of do it. It's anything but that. There's so much more that goes into it. Well, I think that, for me, the movies that tell stories with camera um, are fascinating. Uh, For example, I don't know whether you saw Another Earth. Did you see Mm -hmm. that movie? That camera work was beautiful. It was really stunning. Yeah. And he's um, actually a documentary maker, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was his first drama. And um, that is what I love. I couldn't quite get that kind of look because it was more of a romantic comedy and that was definitely quite an eerie sort of drama. Yeah, you can't go too expressionistic with exactly. with a simple a simple a simple plot. Yeah. So I did a lot of like flat long shots and you know, I, I think of of all the people that know where to put cameras, I think probably the Cohen brothers are right up there. They just know how to leave a shot alone, let it play out and um, and know where to find the comedy in that as well. Um, so, you know, I I don't know what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that the, isn't that exciting and like reinvigorating? As, unbelievably, as an unbelievably exciting. Finola Hughes with us here on the Morning Jolt. It's thirty two past the hour. We're talking about her directorial debut. It's called The Bet, and uh, the website is betthemovie.com or follow yeah. it on Twitter at the Bet Movie. Yes. Yeah, and. Um, uh, the movie will be uh, be uh, around uh, doing the, doing the rounds uh, in April, no doubt. You will be back and maybe bring some of the cast with you. That'd oh, really that would good. be Wouldn't so be fun? great! But I want to hear more about your 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 approach in in directing because you your your passion for it is 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 just exploding across the room, and <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm I love it. But so as a director, did you want to? Because I'm because I love directors. I like directors more than actors. Really? If yeah. I'm honest, because because um, filmmaking is a director's medium. And I'm always fascinated by directors who like to tell the story in tight shots with, with yeah. facial tics or in, or in broad, almost um, like like you know paintings. Yes, like um, uh, the the gentleman that just did um, the Moonrise uh, the the thing about the kids at the camp. Oh, Moonrise Kingdom! I Is saw that? that was with um, Bill Murray and all of those. Yeah, things. what's the name of that director? I don't um, know. But I, oh God, look it up! So, look it up! Yeah, he's a fantastic, and he. Makes these. He is an incredible with his shots. So, I do think. you like expansive I like, shots or do you like close-ups? I like only those two. Really? I like long fuck-off shots <laughs> and then tight, tiny, Wes, right mm. in your face shots. Wes Anderson. Wes, Wes Anderson, Anderson yeah, of he's course. Great. He's yeah, amazing. Wes Anderson, amazing, and he's so great with actors. He does this incredible, slightly elevated. Um, you know, for performance, if you like, he gets his actors to get to a slightly elevated. Kind of performance, which I love, and Bill Murray is just ace at that. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I uh, I had difficulty kind of getting across what I wanted because I didn't know how to put it into words. But I had these amazing DPs. Um, the first DP was just Craig. He was just inc- incredible. He uh, was his, it was his first time being a DP on his own. Like he's shot for twenty years, but this was the first time his own movie. And uh, and then a, a second gentleman came along when um, Craig got like this fantastic commercial, and uh, Howard came on, who has made 120 movies, 
the one thing I just kept saying to both of them was um, break the rules, like forget what you've learned because I like flares. Like I love the sun like shining onto the screen and like flaring and, and Howard was like, oh, we've spent years trying not to get that. I, mean, like, <laughs> I really like it because to me, I, you know, I had a beach scene and to me as a British woman coming from the rain, that just is California. Like that sun, yeah, sure. sun glare. Sure, um, and I wanted that. You well, know? of course you did. <laughs> but so, you know, you know who else? Um, the the way you're talking about film and 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 this kind of film reminds me of someone whom, if you if you're if you've never met him or watched his stuff, I'm sure you have. Uh, you should Ed Zwick. Oh yes. And and I'm thinking about uh, the the movie he did a couple of years ago with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne Hathaway, um, and he how he can he can take something so beautifully simple and make it complex just by knowing where to put the camera. Was that, what was that? That was, it was the, love, uh, uh, love again, and other drugs. Love oh, and other drugs. Love yeah. and other drugs. That's so good. It's an extraordinary movie. And it's a, the kind of movie that any other director would have fucked up. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. Mm. But, it, but because he knew exactly how to place the actors, he, he has a, I, there, there are some directors who I think love actors and others who loathe them and view them as chess pieces. And I'm yeah. sure you know the difference when you're working with one. Mm, for sure. Um, and he loves acting, he just because yeah. I think he wanted to be one himself. Oh, so, maybe. yeah. So, do do you think that this is? I mean, have you gotten the bug now? Yeah. Were you getting the bug because you first and Kim, day you and Kimberly McCullough have been friends uh, aside from being you know, obviously uh, you know, acting partners. You've been friends for a long time. A long time. Yeah. So, uh, was she giving? Was she kind of like infecting you um, because she is more a filmmaker than an actor at this yes. point? Yes. Yes, I would I remember, say she is. I remember she, when she uh, first went back onto General Hospital. She came on the show and she said pretty flatly, I'm doing this because it's going to subsidize my filmmaking uh-huh. life. Uh-huh. Yep. And so do you see yourself kind of moving in that direction yourself? Yes. After a while? I, I think actually I would love to do that. Um, you know, it, it was such a complete experience uh, that from the first day I was like, oh, this is it. Mm. This is it for sure. I just felt unbelievably comfortable and um, I felt just the it's it's kind of like um when talking to actors and I hope I did a good job you know and I hope I didn't confuse them because sometimes you know I get so enthusiastic about a feeling or an emotion and you know and and um I I sometimes don't finish sentences you know (laughs) and sometimes I would look at them and and you know peanuts and they look at me like all I hear is I I can relate uh, I can relate and um but really, uh, it, it, there was one moment where I wanted something from an actor. And uh, I sort of tried to lead her into an emotional kind of state. I really wanted something from her. And um, I know how I like to be spoken to if, you know, I, I need to get to that sort of place. And I said a few things to her. And I walked away. And we rolled. And she had it. And I went outside. And um, afterwards, and I got emotional myself. I walked over to like a you know the back of the yard where we were shooting, and I got emotional. And it was because I had helped another actor get to a place. You know, I mean, she had to do it, but I had kind of I uh, just helped her relax or something or get there, and it made me feel so um, good and just so emotional. Um, you know, I, it was just a great moment and. How did you get to the place where, because one of the things, we have obviously a lot of actors visit us, and 
Um, some are confident enough to not feel anything other than camaraderie with other actors, and mm. others, whether they say so or not, are very competitive. Um, do you think that time and tide has, has helped you find the confidence to not feel competitive with an actor and to give that much? I've ne- I, I have never been competitive with another actor. Really? Never. Why? Um, I d- it's just never... I've never thought of it. Because I want... Because I don't even think... It's like, seriously, if you're great we're great that's that's it you know it's like if you if you are great and then then that's that's oh my gosh <laughs> no 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 you have i'm 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 reacting because i said something to someone yesterday and said almost the same exact words where <laughs> you 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 know no entity lives and dies by one person no no nothing if everybody's good then you hit real success. Yeah. You can't make an entity, whether it be a movie or a TV show, whatever. You can't be successful on, on, the, on the back of one person. It's just not possible. No, it's not possible to be successful and so on your own. That was yeah. very – thank you. <laughs> I feel validated. We're going to continue talking with Finola Hughes here on Your Morning Jolt. This is The Morning, morning Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XM OutQ 108. Little peaches and herb for you there to keep your morning rolling. I'm Larry Flick, and this is your morning jolt on Sirius XMLQ 108. Our toll-free number is 866-305-687. We are spending time this hour with the gorgeous Finola Hughes, who is really just a tweeting fool. <laughs> I thought I was crazy about Twitter, and you were making me look like a piker girl. Oh, You were just out of control. I love it, though. I love it. And it's so funny. Someone came in to take a, uh, take a photo, and... You just tossed your hair and it looked like you combed it. Oh, right. <laughs> You're just one of yeah. those girls. Uh, yeah, It's yeah. really obnoxious. Well, you, you know, um, <laughs> Ian, Ian uh, he's, he's really good at taking photographs. And he uh, talked about the time with Jerry Hall. He used to work with Jerry Hall. And right before she would take any photograph, she would do this sort of blowing out of the lips yeah. kind of thing. And... Um, yeah, that was how she did it. But I don't quite do that. But um, well, Dr. Olsen twins have what you say, prune. Prune, prune. prune. Oh, is prune. that what she's supposed to do, prune? prune. Oh, that looks good. Yeah. That actually looks good, Larry. <laughs> no, do don't, don't look at me doing that. Now I'm <laughs> self-conscious. Um, okay, so we've talked about General Hospital. We've talked yes. about the bet. We're actually, yes. uh, Fanona and I have, have been conspiring during the songs about all the fun things we're going to do with the bet when oh, it comes yeah. rolling around next year. Yeah. We're going to have some fun. Yes. I said we're going to have some fun. But but you, be, you we we talked about you know how for someone who's only slept a couple hours she couple looks hours. she it. looks great because you are fashion I am you well, are fa- I don't know that I, am. <laughs> I love that you said that because you are you are a fashionista well, you had I'm that show obsessed. in the Style Network for so many years I'm a, totally obsessed I'm really like literally I walking around New York yesterday I was like oh my god flat boots flat boots flat boots oh my god capes people have capes oh my god <laughs> capes like, are oh, really happening this oh, year I have my cape do you yes. have your cape yes but I didn't bring it because I've got to sew because it's a vintage cape and I had to sew two buttons on and of course okay. I'm a lazy bitch and I hadn't sewed them on but, but capes yeah. are really I, I noticed that yesterday because someone yes. a tailor from Co- Wake, Up, uh, Wake Up Cosmo 
was was rocking a cape in the halls yesterday. It's good. It is really good. Girls, you girls, New York City. Oh my God, I love you so much. You totally take fashion and you use it and wear it. And I know because you've got like animal print and flat boots. And well, this dress has seen a lot. I've worn this. I mean, this dress has been. I've worn this dress like. Nine million times, so it's and, well, it and, never and, goes out of sight. But you know what? You know what Finola looks like today. She looks I, like it. She looks like she's going to go on a dance audition. Oh right, I kind of do. You look like yes. you're going to go on a dance audition because you've got yeah. like a little bit of like a leotard thing underneath oh, right. it. You look really good. Oh, right. This is yeah. This is like a little. It's very, but it's talk. very kind of casual, convincing casual as he, opposed to people who try to look casual and they just look like. Sad. Well, you know what? Here's I I have like a total girl crush on Karen Rotfeld, you know, who is the um the editor of uh well, she was the editor of Paris Vogue for a long time. And um I think she's just taken a position um maybe at Harper's Harper's Bazaar. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice. Uh I think anyway, she's amazing looking and everything she puts on is perfect cuz she's this sort of Parisian, oh, poof, I just picked this thing up out of the, that, that sounded very, I don't know. I love West, it. West, West something, right? West Village. Um, and uh, she said, I, you know, it's, it's just, she wears huge sky high heels and tight, tight skirts. And she looks amazing and her hair is always a mess. And she just looks like she's slept in her makeup. <laughs> and I love it. It's and a good look. It's, it's a, a it great a, look. It's a fun I, look. Seriously, I when, try that on on Saturdays. Yeah, that. <laughs> I just all the boys come uh, to my yard. I know. <laughs> milkshake, and I just leave my makeup on, baby. So what? So what? What are you glad to see go out of fashion? Um, mm, you know, well, gold lame. You know, it sort of came back for a bit, and I, I, I didn't think that that it was, was a good look. Very trashy. It's just really, and it does. It's not kind to the thighs Mm-mm. at it's all. Not kind to thighs. And, and mm. why? And you know, gold. And there's nothing worse than. And I, I want you, Finola. Next time you're in town, we're gonna do a remote. Okay. I'm gonna get two microphones, and you and I are gonna ride my train, and we're gonna keep telling women. Stop wearing that. Stop. We- oh my God, we should. <laughs> we really should because why do five hundred pound women wear gold lame low rise trousers? It's you like can't. it shouldn't be. They shouldn't it's, be it's, sold it's... for start. <laughs> they shouldn't be made. I'm just like you know. Why do you have a gun? What is that? I can guess. I can guess. I can guess. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Oh, and, why, and why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? I know. You know why are you putting the rest Blousing of the is your friend. Pretend your door tooth is born neck and just blouse. Yeah, it's like, and, and also the bra thing that where it shows. Like, I mean, like, I like super cute bras showing, but flesh colored bras, you can't. That's got to go. Especially because why are the women who let them show the ones who usually have like sweat stains underneath? The women know. who can pull these looks off never wear them. But I had a character in my movie. That was kind of a, a bad girl. She's not really a bad girl. She's just drawn that way. Uh-huh. And um, I had her wear a flesh-colored bra because it said a lot about her character. And it said she was a mess. A little bit. You know, it said a little she bit. was a mess. That she was but emo- I like that. She was emotionally needy. And I don't know why her flesh-colored bra. I put so much on a flesh-colored bra. Oh, my God. <laughs> But you know, but but it really does. But you know what? Flashing a flesh color bra does just flag needy. I don't know why, but to me, you know why? Because you're willing to show your your or that you know that you just don't know. You're not that aware of how kind of 
just disheveled, wrong, disheveled you are disheveled. because yeah. because a black strap is okay. Is a little naughty. It's sexy. A lacy thing is is kind of like you know winky winky. And a flesh color is uh, just wrong. Just, and then and then also the girls sloppy. that think that the little plastic kind of bras, Ugh. you know that that you know if you got a sort of halter neck and then you wear the black plastic, the, the sort of see through plastic bras Ugh. that are supposed to be invisible. Honey, they're not invisible. Those are those are the same women who think that the little triangle wax will last longer than it really does. The triangle wax. You know more about ladies. What is that? I'm gay. But the triangle. <laughs> where does the triangle wax go over the nipple? What is no, the triangle mean? waxing. Oh, those are cute. Yeah, but not when they've been growing in. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's the what is it? The sort of this. Five, like, five o'clock. It's, it's like, like me, like me yesterday, where it's like I have a goatee, but I yeah, hadn't shaved for a few it's days. It's a five o'clock shadow around the triangle. <laughs> it's like go home. It's like I'm going to go down there again, like when I was 15. I'm going to get a rash. Again. It's like cocktail parties over. <laughs> <laughs> cocktail hour is done. Cocktail hour is done. <laughs> so, so, so what? What? So. <laughs> So what are your what, are, what other than capes? What are your new favorite fashion dues? What are you loving? Well, I'm loving the knee high, which is obviously the knee high boot, which has been in front. A long coats, maxi coats, fantastic. Mm. I just the girl from uh, you know the B in apartment, whatever it is, sixty two or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I saw her yesterday or the day before. She in was the just elevator. up here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She just had on. Oh, she's cute. And I told her she right in the elevator. I said, "You are a natural. I, you make me laugh. I she's love what fabulous. you do." She's gonna be on the show next week. Fantastic. Well, yeah. she was wearing a black floor length coat, and I was like, "You got the memo. The maxi coat is in." And I just love that. And I love that you love fashion. I love fashion. So, what better way to send Finola out into the streets with her with her Twitter? But we're gonna we're gonna okay, are you ready? We've talked we've talked about everything but <laughs> my first real introduction to you. Because <laughs> of course you know that Finola Hughes was the bitch in staying alive. And if anybody can tell me what this story was about, this dance. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, admit it and I have no idea. I just, I still remember the night of the performance and you and John Travolta like <laughs> like animals. <laughs> God bless. Oh my god. So much fun. Jump. 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 I can't. I can't. What is she saying? <laughs> and he's like, come on! Jump. Jump. Can do it. Jump. But you know, we were glued to that damn screen like freaks. That's because we were all trying to look under the loincloth. It was hot, though. I know. And trying to also trying to figure out if we could do Finola's moves. <laughs> oh, you can't. It's just this. That's true. You were like, but you you knew how you and like you one big ground jeté. No, she, really, she Finola rides like nobody's business. That's what you got out. And Cindy Rhodes, that's a rider. She could ride. Cindy Rhodes. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I what think you body. got your, I think you got your man based on that movie. You just said, hey, look at this. And I make really good tea. <laughs> That's it. That's all I can do. It's all she wrote. Look for Finola Hughes every weekday on General Ooh. Hospital. Go to betthemovie.com or at betmovie on Twitter. And uh, Who wants to be a millionaire in January? Who wants to be a millionaire in January? Yeah, for We're going to see you soon, I hope. I'll be back before you know it. You better. You better. Stick around. There's more to come here on your morning jolt. <laughs> 